Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that hello and welcome to the fit and fabulous podcast with me dr orlina I help families create easy habits and systems they love so that they can all feel fit and fabulous without having to think about it. On the podcast, we talk about all aspects of a healthy life. What we eat, my favourite med-style diet, which isn't a diet, but a way of eating, habits, exercise, emotional wellness, weight loss, research and what the experts say. Most importantly, we talk about how to transform our lives so that we can actually do these things, take control of our health, feel fit and fabulous, and for it all to be easy and fun. You're welcome to sign up to my Healthy Family Eating Systems video, where I explain how easy my system is for providing healthy foods for my family. You can find that at drorlina.com, that's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com, forward slash healthy family meal plan with a little dash in between those words. If you're interested in my new program, Fit and Fabulous Family, that's launching in August, please email me at orlina at drorlina.com or reply to one of my emails to arrange a time to chat. It's going to be life and family transforming and, of course, easy and fun. Now, on with today's show. And welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I'm super excited today because we are exploring a new and exciting theme or subject for my podcast. And we are talking about EFT, which I'm sure a lot of you have already heard of. But we're going to go through the basics and find out exactly what the benefits are and what it does. And I'm super excited to invite Kate. Oh my goodness, Kate, please say yourself. More you, Seth. More you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Everyone does it. It's fine. <laughs> Kate is a well-being and EFT coach, and she helps busy and overwhelmed mothers feel calmer, happier, and more balanced in their daily lives. And that's exactly what we want. So, Kate, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit better than I did? Yeah, I mean, that was pretty, you know... Uh, on point um, so yeah I'm Kate Moore Youssef I'm a well-being coach and um, and to be honest I use EFT in in all my coaching work and so I used to coach without it and felt that I was missing something and I've trained in EFT and I um, now realize that that was my missing link with um, really helping my clients get past certain um, deep-rooted blocks. So they'd come to me for specific things with regards to um, anxiety, worry, overwhelm, um, exhaustion, and um, we'd get to you know a point, and I'd be and I'd be feeling like there was something that I needed to help them with to get past that. And that is when I started training in EFT. I had used it many many years ago. 
and um, had no idea what was happening. Um, the lady I did it with um, started tapping and I didn't know what she was doing. But about an hour later, I left the session feeling lighter, calmer. My head wasn't all over the place and um, something just like triggered in my head and thought, wow. And then fast forward 10 years later, um, I'm now trained in it and um, I see that same reaction with my clients after a few sessions or even after a first session it's very effective and it's very efficient at um, illuminating certain problems bringing them to the surface and then offering new perspectives so it's very empowering as well for people and very often they come up with the solutions themselves I'm not giving them anything new that they didn't know themselves but we're just clearing away layers of, of them to be able to see. I often use an analogy of being in a car without um, working windscreen wipers. And we're constantly, you know, each journey we are traveling and the windscreen's getting dirtier and murkier and full of flies and dirt and all of that. We're still traveling. But once we start using the windscreen wipers, we clear everything away and there's a lot more clarity there. We can see where we're going and which direction we want to go in. And that is what EFT is brilliant for. I love that. I love that. And I think for me, it comes into my, I have these four pillars and, you know, they're nutrition, exercise, sleep, and then mindfulness, which is obviously quite a big pillar. But I really think that EFT is one of those tools that comes into mindfulness. And it's an area that there's so many different tools. And, you know, I know I come from a science background and there is a little bit of research about EFT. But really and truly, it's about what actually works. And so at some levels, you just have to go, well, if this works for me, fabulous, let's get on with it. So we haven't actually mentioned what EFT stands for and exactly what it is. So do you want to just explain to people the basic? Now, I've used EFT and I quite enjoy it and it's quite easy as well. (laughs) But if you could just give us a quick review. It is. And that's what is so... um exciting about it it's so simple so EFT stands for emotional freedom technique and essentially it's um using I I mean the way I sort of describe it is there's there's the western sort of psychology side meeting the eastern side of um like acupressure points they're called meridian points um and they are the different um energy um flow kind of um sources which can often get stagnated so if you kind of think about um you know we we tap around different points on the face um and then the upper body and the back and the fingers and these are specific acupressure points um where if they're not stimulated um they can hold a lot of um negative energy within us and um, that can often manifest in physical pain so you know we could have a chronic back pain that we didn't know is associated to um, stress tension anxiety and once we start tapping and we, we sort of release that um, negative energy and we allow more flow around the body that's when we start having more clarity we start being able to acknowledge where certain issues have come from and that is why um it really helps with a lot of deep-rooted issues as well so very often I could have someone come to me for something they're experiencing right now they think it's right now but maybe they've been triggered by um feeling the way they are because they haven't cleared something from their past so very often um, as practitioners we go way back we kind of delve further back we clear out that um clutter whatever you want to call it from you know the way we think those 
I think this is really fascinating. This is one thing that I find very interesting about EFT is that it's really looking at those deep-seated thoughts. I'm reading this really interesting book at the moment called Blink by Malcolm Gladstone, I think. Is it Gladstone? Gladwell. Thank you. And he talks about how our subconscious brain, we make judgments and things like that, and also how we associate words together, but so subconsciously that we're not... We're not um, aware of it. And, you know, one very topical example of this is, you know, racism. So, you know, you might associate black and white with good and bad. And that's not a conscious thing. That's a subconscious thing. And there's a really interesting test that you can do to see if that's the way you think. And, you know, you can apply this to other things like obviously different colors, different races, but things like, you know, people are fat or not fat and the way that you subconsciously think about that. And we're not aware of the way that we think. So when you do tapping, you also are thinking about those thoughts, aren't you? So can you tell us a bit about those thoughts? Because I think, for me, that's one of the super interesting bits. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all conditioned as, um, you know, as humans. And we are, um, a lot of our belief system is based about, you know, around our childhood, who brought us up, where we lived, who we hung around with, our community, religion, culture. I mean, it's literally like layer, layer, layer. And we build, um, we build ourselves into an adult based on, you know, all of these, um, this, all of this conditioning. And very often we need to strip a lot of that back to, um, to really understand why we're feeling the way we are, we're feeling as an adult. And that is why um, a lot of people have anxiety and it's, a lot of it stemmed from maybe what someone said to them in the past, what a teacher might have said, a friend, and it's still there playing on our mind 20 years later. And we are of almost like still in one place when we should be in another place. And that's what the tapping does. It releases that. It, it relieves us of um, those emotions and it brings validity as well. So it sort of gives us that opportunity to accept, forgive, validate what happened then. That was then and this is now. And then putting things that we thought were so big um parking them and saying okay I've dealt with that now and I can move on so that is it's great for you know really small things you know maybe you've had um something to do with your appearance that because of of somebody saying something when you were a child and you we we kind of clear that out and then it's gone and then you look back and go I can't believe that I let I let that affect me for 20 years that's been something on my mind and then after a couple of sessions you it's it's there but it's nowhere near as impactful like normally a lot of people say I can see it but it's so far away it doesn't feel that it's going to affect me anymore so it's it is really fascinating it's amazing how the, how if it affects the brain and the way our brains can um I mean you know all about neuroplasticity I'm sure our brains can mold and we can change and we can evolve um, and that's what's exciting about it is that we don't have to stay stuck in one place we are allowed to move forwards. So it's a combination of the way we think our emotions and then the acupressure point and you know as you say that's very eastern medicine but actually there is an overlap like I know that um, GPs family doctors in the United Kingdom, they often use acupuncture for chronic pain, and some of them are trained in it. So, you know, it combines all three of those things. And so when somebody comes to you and they've got this problem, what's, what are the logistics? What do they have to do? Do they have to spend hours and hours tapping? Do they have to do it every single day? Or <laughs> is it easy? So 
normally so obviously during like lockdown um i've been seeing everyone on zoom and it's been amazing i've just kind of you know i can't imagine really going back to any other way it's opened myself up to clients all around the world and i used to think oh i have to do it in person you know the energy and, and the and you know to be able to connect with someone absolutely not it's been working fantastically online and um it's really simple they follow you know me um I work quite intuitively with my clients. So yes, I've obviously got the structure of the EFT and I'm still learning and you don't stop learning. You don't because the way you kind of read the way your client is and and which way to kind of go. But it's so simple that I teach my clients how to do it as well, you know, as um. You know, if they're in a situation where they're they're worried, they're anxious, they can't sleep, I give them really simple techniques to do, which is literally just tapping on specific areas of the body. And that is what's so good about it. Um, sometimes I give them um, scripts. Sometimes I give them videos that they can just copy. Um, I've got videos on my website that people, you know, look at, you know, for specific issues. And we just start. And then we normally, with the rounds, we kind of do a few rounds. And after each round, I'll ask them, you know, what came up for you? You know, did anything else? And, and very often we'll start with something and then go actually this thought popped into my head and I can't believe I was thinking that but it's really weird but and then you start connecting the dots then you start realizing actually that's why this has happened and that's why I'm feeling this and um, you know even with pain they don't associate um, a pain with a specific incident so it's really illuminating and I'll never stop learning from my clients from, you know, what they bring to me and what they bring up. And, um, intuitively it's a great, it's because I come in and I won't really know where it's going, but then I'll kind of see something what's, you know, one pick up on one sentence and I'll feel that we need to focus on that a little bit more. So, yeah, I mean, I'm constantly fascinated by it. It's really interesting. And one thing that I found very interesting when I, I've only sort of dipped my toe into the world of EFT, one thing I found interesting was that you start with what seems like quite a negative um, statement. And that surprised me. Like I thought the whole idea is that you create positive statements, but actually you start with a negative statement and sort of turn it around. Is that correct? Yeah, so we start with the, the even though. So even though I'm feeling, um, and we're tapping on sort of on the side of our hand, and you can say whatever we're feeling, and the more specific, the better. So you can say, even though I'm feeling so anxious right now, but if you kind of hone in on, even though I'm feeling so anxious that my husband woke me up at five o'clock this morning and I couldn't get back to sleep, and now I've got a busy day ahead, da, 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 then we're getting into the nitty gritty of what we need to be. And then you go, and and now I'm feeling really frustrated because I couldn't find my shoes and I couldn't find my car keys. And yes, what, you know, we spend our whole lives suppressing our emotions and pretending we're fine and telling everyone that everything's going to be okay. But actually, you know, it's so freeing and hence the word emotional freedom technique to actually say, you know, things can be rubbish things can go wrong I can I am allowed to feel like this I'm not perfect and then that's when we can become more resourceful with our solutions so that's when we get the better perspective that actually the world isn't going to end and just because I started today feeling like this after a few rounds of the tapping we kind of come to a point well 
actually, is it really that bad? Or maybe I've got this opportunity to speak to my boss about this. Or actually, maybe if I just have a conversation with my husband, then this might not happen again. And that's where I, we empower ourselves because we are freeing ourselves of these negative thoughts. We're not ruminating in them. We're not overthinking we're getting them out. I don't know about you, but I'm a massive overthinker. I can wake up in the night constantly, like my mind going all over the place. And that's where tapping for me has been a huge help because I'll just say it. I'll say it as it is. And it and it's um, it's amazing because you kind of think, God, I shouldn't really say that. But we are allowed to have bad days and bad thoughts and negative emotions but the key is is to move past them to release them and to and to move forwards and that is the difference we're not sitting on them and um holding on to them we're releasing them yes exactly i 100 percent agree and i think that's a really powerful thing is that of course life is ups and downs but the danger of those negative things is when we allow them to ruin the next day and the next day and the next day yeah now, the other thing i wanted to talk to you about was kids and actually I realized that I use a small amount of EFT with my kids so when my children scream and shout and yell at each other which with four children as you're aware well in our family is relatively often I don't know about your very much so yeah no I'm the same four kids and when there's a lot of shouting as well and I find as well that quite often my children sort of have this they're being a little bit mean and it's not what they're saying it's just the way that they're saying things And I'm always trying to teach them, you know, you want to come from a place of love and say things out of kindness, but they just can't actually even see that because obviously they're kids and it's difficult to do that. So what we do is the karate chop, which I think works really well. And we just do the little karate chop and we say, choose love, choose love. Now, it doesn't always work perfectly, but it is for us something. And for me as well, I find it, you know, useful when I'm triggered and my children are shouting and screaming and I want to pick them up and throw them out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Choosing love, the karate chop, is a much better alternative. So can you talk to us about kids and how you can use it within your family? Yeah, so this, I I love the impact of EFT on kids because they're much more open, they're they're more, um, they're more intuitive, they're more, they're less cynical and so they you know it, it depends you, you get to a point with a teenager and they are more cynical but so I've used EFT with my two younger ones quite a bit so one's five one's just nine and at the beginning of lockdown um we had massive ups and downs huge tantrums you know meltdowns a lot of shouting and they didn't know why they were shouting because their whole life had turned upside down their whole um routine everything had gone out the window and um there was a lot of ups and downs and I would come in and use the EFT for them to first physically calm them down so that's what um, it does it calms your amygdala down that that, um, point in your brain and ask you about that because when my children are so triggered and so Mm. emotional they won't you know, they just want to carry on screaming. I wouldn't be able to come in and say, come on, let's do this tapping. Okay, yeah. So in that place, when they are crying and they're hot and they're flailing around, I'll actually do the tapping on them. So, and I'll say, I can see you're really upset. I'm, I'm, you won't be able to see because it's a podcast, but I'm, I'm tapping on my, um, my inner eyebrow um and I and I'll say to them I can see you're really upset and you're really angry and I understand that you're angry and I'm, I'm tapping around the points of their hat there and they're pushing me away and I'm like just let me tap um and 
the physical bit of the tapping calms them down, so it lowers the cortisol in their body. So even though they don't know why they're calming down, um, they're calming down. And then I'll carry on the tapping and I'll say, um, you know, I could see that you were very frustrated. And then I'll say, do you want to follow my fingers? And I'll be tapping on my face and my, and my chest and they'll do it with me. But my five-year-old, you know, prefers it when I just do the tapping on her. She, I think she just kind of goes into a bit of a trance with it. Um, and I'll, I'll affirm what they're thinking. And I say, did you feel angry? Yes. Why did you feel angry? You weren't listening to me. I wasn't allowed the ice cream. Whatever it is, I said, that sounds um, that sounds like it must have been really annoying. And I'm giving them a voice because very often with kids, we, we're very quick to shut them down. You don't speak to me like that. Why are you saying this? I'm just thinking of all the things that I say to my kids. Um, stop shouting and stop being so rude. But actually, if we give them five or ten minutes of them saying you know, actually, I am really annoyed. I am really angry. Um, then it calmed down much quicker alongside with the tapping. And I've had so many different, you know, illuminations with my kids I didn't know about, you know, bad dreams they were telling me about, um, fear around, you know, certain academic subjects that I didn't know that they had um, issues with. Um, for certain, you know, um, anxieties that you know, are trivial to us, but for kids are quite big. So it's been, you know, a really big learning curve for me, giving them that space to, to bring up their feelings in, in a safe environment without the knowledge that I'm going to shut them down. So do you do it just when they're triggered and angry or do you also do it on a daily basis with them? So yeah, so no, I don't do it on a daily basis. I think they'd probably get a bit annoyed with that. Um, but I do it when I can see that I've run out of tools and what's funny is that you'd think that I, that would be my first go-to but a lot of the time when we're parenting we've got our mum hats on and we haven't got our coach you know EFT doctor hats on whatever you know you do and my nine-year-old could hear me battling with my five-year-old the other day and, we, and I just wouldn't do something I wanted her to do. And I was really losing my rag. My patience well, levels were gone. And she went, mummy, do the tapping, do the tapping. And I was like, thank you. Why didn't I think of that? So we did the tapping and she calmed down and she went to sleep. And, you know, sometimes she'll say to me, mummy, do tap, tap, tap on me. And we call it, you know, magical tapping or whatever. And, you know, it's five minutes. And very often, though, the kids don't get, you know, especially when you've got a big family, you'll understand when you've got four kids, they very rarely get that one-to-one time. So with the tapping, they know they're going to get one-to-one time. So it's almost like, a, you know, they know, okay, if I say to mummy, do some tapping, that means that she's going to sit with me and we're going to have a nice, calm conversation. Um, and actually, I, afterwards, I go, oh, I wish I did that more because, it's really um, good to, to have that connection with them. Yeah, and I think it's a really good way to connect with them. Like, it, it's one of those natural things, isn't it? I remember when my twins were babies, and you know that normal, you pick them up and you pat them on their back, just as you do when you pick up a crying, sleeping baby. And when my daughter was about, she must have been 12 months, 18 months, she would do that habit. So you would pick her up and she would pat you on the back. And yes. it's a <laughs> thing. But it's obviously just one of those connection things. But this is what we do. We pat each other on the back. 
Yeah. And what's funny about it is that the, the back um, is one of the points. So it's like, um, it's kind of where if you're a woman, it's where your bra strap is just on sort of underneath your um, armpit, but more t- towards your back. So you can sort of see here. And um, and very often with the tapping points, they are the natural places that we would go to comfort someone. It's almost like an anthropological kind of um, conditioned place. So um, around different places, you know, around the eyes here, where often we would go if we're thinking, we'd hold our, you know, our eyes. Um, you know, we've got a tapping point above our lip here. And a lot of people kind of like, you know, hold, you know, would think, you know, touching their lip um and their finger points as well a lot of people wring their their hands their fingers you know mess around with their hands when they're, they're worried or anxious so especially you know the back we automatically you know um pat people in the back or when we give them a hug so it's it's interesting that those are the points that we go to for comfort fabulous so in summary a really useful quick easy tool that has many applications but essentially helping us to navigate our emotions and get clear on our thoughts, you know, those negative thoughts that are holding us back. And really just sort of minimal effort, I would say. It is, definitely. You know, if you want to do it for um, an almost immediate, quick fix um, without the kind of getting to any of the deep-rooted issues. There are, you know, there's a great, you know, way of just doing a bit of silent tapping um, where we can just tap on different points. Um, if I, if my clients say to me, oh, how will I remember all the points and what do I do? Very often the ones that I will say to go to are underneath the eye. Um, so it's kind of like just where the bone is um, and, and we just tap along that. Um, very often I'll, t- I'll be tapping in the shower so you can tap there. And um, there's one and just underneath the collarbone. Um, again, just um, whenever you're feeling a bit kind of anxious or just, just need a bit of a breather. If you're not a meditator and you can't meditate, five minutes of just a bit of tapping, closing your eyes and, and then just kind of thinking calm thoughts. Um, the fingers as well, if you kind of press alongside the, the side of the nail bed, um, onside the fingers, that's really nice. Um, yeah, but I, I would definitely say for me, if I don't have any time in the day, I know I'm going to shower. And so I'll do a little bit of tapping in the shower, um, close my eyes and just, you know, do a bit of deep breathing. And um, yeah, I, I, it's hard when, especially when you're busy and to, to know that if you can't meditate, you don't have another tool. Tapping is one of those things that is very simple to adopt and, and it doesn't need to take a long time either. I am definitely going to try tapping in the shower. So if people want to find out more about tapping and how to get started, where can they find you and what resources do you have for people? So they can go on my website. I've got um, a whole page on it. I've also got a link to my videos. Um, I've got quite a few different videos on there as well about, you know, kids and and parenting and, um, you know, different cravings and things like that. So my website is www.coachingbykate.me.uk and I'm on social media by on Coaching by Kate um, on Facebook and Instagram. So, um, yeah, you'll find me on there. And I've got lots of just different resources, but I always go back to tapping with my clients because I just find it the most effective way um, to help them um, with what, what's going on in their life. Fabulous. Thank you so much for coming on. 
Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye. you for listening if you found the podcast helpful i really appreciate it if you share it with any of your friends who are interested which helps me to get the word out and just a reminder if you want to sign up to the healthy family eating systems where i explain how easy my system is for providing healthy foods for my family you can grab that at drorlina.com healthy family meal plan with a little dash in between And if you're interested in my new program, Fit and Fabulous Family, it's launching in August. Please email me at orlina at drorlina.com to arrange a time to chat. Thank you so much and have an amazing week. I will be back again next week. Goodbye. (laughs) 